He came here to do three things. Drink beer, talk sports, and drink some more beer. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Adam Crowley on ESPN Pittsburgh. It is the Crowley Show, where your mom listens, and you should too. 412-922-2874 is the number to call. Or you can join the cast of dozens. Follow me on Twitter, at underscore Adam Crowley. Brian LaMartina, across from me, shirtless Tom, behind the glass. And now we are joined by Nick, the head brewer at Mindful Brewing, as we continue our Thirsty Thursday series. Thanks for coming on, Nick. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having uh, having me out here. Come uh, drink some beer and talk sports with you guys. Is it hard to pull yourself away from a uh, living that involves making beer? Um, <laughs> I never want to leave. <laughs> yeah, it, it uh, it's it's definitely a lot of fun. But at the end of the day, after so many beers, you're ready to go home. Just like uh, just like leaving the party, you know. After making so many or testing so many, uh, a little bit of both, a little bit of both. Making testing, mm. it all runs together. It does. It's all the same thing. Before we get into mindful itself, how did you come to find mindful? How'd they come to find you? Um, I was actually uh, managing a craft beer bar in Carnegie and working uh, under one of the owners of Mindful. Um, so I've been working with him for about five years. His name's Dustin. And uh, we got the idea to start a craft brewery, and it just kind of spiraled out of control. And we ended up with uh, with a full another restaurant, brew pub, kitchen, the whole the whole deal. So um, it just kind of fell fell into my lap from running this craft uh, craft beer bar. It's an awesome place because it is the entire experience. And one of the things we're talking about during the break is you've got the straight coal shear. You can describe it in a moment, but it's a kind of a beer that you can either get people into the door who aren't big craft beer people, or if you've got families coming in to eat food, because you guys do have really good food, they can come in, eat the food, then maybe they have one of these, and then maybe they move on to some of the other ones too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is a, what I like to call like a transition beer. So like a lot of people uh, just getting into craft beer, this isn't something that's going to overwhelm them. It's a, a slighter departure from uh, your domestics, just a little more flavorful. The so. thing, the thing about this beer is, it's funny because as soon as I tasted it, it's like with some beers. Don't get me wrong; not saying some beers taste bad, but the the taste is hard to get to at first. Like you kind of got to get used to it, you know, especially when it's like a little bit of a harsher beer. Like I jumped right in on this thing. Like <laughs> I'm drinking it like I've been drinking it all afternoon. Like mine's gone. Yeah, oh, well, surprise. Yeah, well, thanks. It's uh, it's definitely a lawnmower beer. One you can uh, you know drink all day for sure. That's a great term. A lawnmower beer. Yeah, I'm using that from now on. <laughs> Me too. I mean, that's, that is perfect. That's exactly what this is. Because, like you mentioned, I got half a cup here, and that half a cup is gone. And you could you could yeah. wake up in the morning if you're at the beach, go out there, have a couple, and then a couple more. And a couple Nick, more. you notice how he started throwing in those subtle little, like, my beer's empty, my beer's empty, <laughs> oh, my beer's course, empty. That's a Crowleyism. That's oh. when he's trying to ask for a beer, and he has none. Uh, Brian, I don't have any cigarettes. Oh. Okay. <laughs> We've got Nick here. He's the head brewer at Mindful Brewing. You brought in uh, four different beers. So you've got the straight Kolsch. Col- uh, uh, you also brought the PA Preferred Bloke. What's up with that guy? Yeah, so this beer we actually just released. It's brand new. So let me uh, pour some for you guys. We looking at we looking Give at the first try. time you made it? Uh, well, we've made a version of this beer before, but this is the first time we made the PA version. So this is made with all pa malt and hops so thank you sir for you he's handed he handed it to me first because i'm i've been begging for big it star over here. i mean your name's on the show yeah, yeah. i gotta make sure you have beer <sighs> it's gonna take me i'm gonna have to wait 45 minutes sir? after the show to drive home again 
So this beer is made with uh, local, as in local to PA, uh, malt and hops. Um, Some of the hop farms around here have been really good to us. In fact, we're doing uh, an event on Saturday with uh, a hop farm out near Grove City called Hop Stop Farms. Um, So they provided us with the hops for this beer. Um, So this is a Belgian pale ale. Um, It's hopped aggressively with local hops, Cascade. You get a a lot of that um, nice hoppy notes from it in the finish and just nice, easy drinking beer, but it's all um, all PA ingredients is the important thing to take from this. You I, guys try to keep all the ingredients local as much as possible? Um, as much as we can. Um, the craft beer has really been booming here lately, So, and it takes a while to get like malt houses uh, set up and hop farms set up because it takes about three to five years for your first uh, hops to mature. So we're now just starting to get uh, local hops and things like that that we can use regularly. So, but usually it's like um, there's not enough to go around of the local stuff mm. to do it all the time. So we try to feature um, like a quarterly beer um, that features all local PA ingredients. But um, I wish we could do all of our beers as local as possible, but we just, you know, we just can't. There's just not enough to go around right now. When you're approaching this beer, the smell is going to make you want to drink it. Uh, it just is. Oh, easy. It, it, yeah. It's got the hoppy smell. But it's not overly bitter or anything like that. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of the hops we add are actually in the dry hop. So it's uh, at the end of the process of making beer. Um, so you don't get a lot of the bitterness out, but you get a lot of the aroma coming through. So that's uh, kind of a trend, um, especially in the last couple of years, is a lot of beers are going towards that dry hop or late additions of hops to get more aroma and not as much bitterness. Because for a while, the tradi- or people were going super hoppy, like over oh, yeah. the top, right? Yeah, a lot of like the West Coast IPAs, when um, when craft beer really started to get popular, like the Sierra Nevadas um, and Lagunitas, things like that, or even Green Flash, it was, it was hops in your face, bitterness. Bang! Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. It would really dry out your mouth, a little bit of stringency, but now it's more... It's more about the flavors and aromas that you can get out of them than uh, than that bitterness. Now, you mentioned that you started off uh, at a craft brew house, a bar. Yes. How did you get to that point? What, what's your background been like brewing beer? Um, well, I went to school for microbiology. So uh, when I got out of school, I actually, that's when I started working at uh, a lot of uh, bars and stuff looking for a real job. And they're uh, they're kind of tough to find. So I just... Kept up, uh, kept working in the bar and ended up uh, running 99 bottles. And it was a really good fit for me at the time. And uh, I was home brewing, you know, on the side. And um, so really a lot of it was just um, messing around at home in my basement. I had a, a brew set up. So it was just brewing beer for me and my friends at home. Did anything that you were doing then make its way to the menu now? Um, yeah, actually. Not, nothing I actually uh, brought in. Um, but there's one in particular beer called Lime Agave Wheat that I've been doing for years and years um, that actually made it into production. Nice. So, uh, But a lot of the other stuff was just I wanted to do new and different beers all the time. So, And that, that goes with the, what's on tap at Mindful as well. We have a couple that we uh, you know do standard all the time. We have the Kolsch that you guys tried. Um, we have an Amber um, and the Lime Agave Wheat we do all the time. But a lot of the other things are in and out, so I get to make a lot of different beer, which is really fun and keeps you interested. When you make a beer, and let, let's just, for example, you've got the PA Preferred Bloke here. 
which is which is delicious, by the way. I think we should mention Thank that. Uh, Nick, the head brewer at Mindful Brewing, joining us here on the Crowley Show. If a batch comes out, you put it out there. Do you then later think about, okay, it was great. How can we make it even greater? Oh, yeah, that's the goal is to constantly you know, improve. I mean, I think that is especially true in the core beers that we have to be able to reproduce them because people come in expecting a certain flavor. And if they like one of our beers, we want the next batch to taste exactly like the one that we put out that they liked or at least improve something that we weren't happy with necessarily um, just to try to make it that much better. So if we put out a one-off or something that we really like, you know, we'll we'll try to do that again uh, within a year's time or so. How big of a batch are each batch that you guys are making? So we do um, a 10-barrel batch, which uh, gives us about 20 kegs, and we have 20-barrel fermenters, so we have the capability to double batch. So we can get as many as 40 kegs out of one one turn of a wow. beer. it's a lot of beer. <laughs> I'm sure it goes pretty fast. Uh, yeah, it does. It's uh, <laughs> Never sticks around long enough. This time of the year, the, do you see the sales increase? Or I mean, craft craft beer. I mean, yeah, it's it's a little different. Um, I, we definitely see a lot more takeout. It seems like um, okay. a lot of people come in and then they're going out or they're going to a barbecue or something like that. We still have a lot a lot of people in the restaurant, but we definitely see an uptick in uh, in takeout beer. More from Nick, the head brewer at Mindful Brewing. When we come back, also going to hear from Tim Benz. From Breakfast with Ben's, been talking about a lot of stuff today. Ryan Shazier, uh, Terrell Owens, all on the way, uh, along with Nick from Mindful Brewing, next at ESPN Pittsburgh. You'll use every club in your bag on the meticulously maintained Seven Springs and Hidden Valley Golf Courses. The unbeatable golf getaway starts at $114. This is your ticket to play two picturesque mountaintop golf courses for one fantastic price. Breakfast, resort dining credit, and one night of lodging at Seven Springs are also included. For more information, visit the number sevensprings.com. Seven Springs, your headquarters for outdoor fun. We got the uh, cup final game on tonight on the uh, ESPN. Yeah. Why wouldn't we? Don't know. You want more beer, don't you? (laughs) Well, I mean, I was thinking maybe I just sit here and listen to it all night, and I just slam back some beers. Working a beer angle. Like yeah. We got a game tonight. That's cute. I remember when I had my first beer. Thirsty Thursday here on the Crowley Show. Brian LaMartina, shirtless Tom. And we're joined by our friend now. We're friends. Nick, head brewer from Mindful Brewing, uh, who just keeps pouring us beer. That's a very yeah, easy way to make a friend. That's of a Crowley friend. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, like, you keep saying it like you don't like beer, too. I'll tell you. Right now, what I'm drinking is the Flyboy, which uh, you poured for us during the break, and it's going quick. I mean, they're all going quick. Uh, but we've had the Straight Kolsch, the PA Preferred Bloke, and now it is the Flyboy, which is an IPA, yes? Yes. So what we do is we do, like, rotating IPAs because, um, like any craft beer fan, you always want the next beer. So we like to have fun brewing uh, different IPAs. So we do a different one every time. We don't have a, a stable IPA recipe. So this one's... Uh, very like tropical um, with the hops, a lot of Simcoe, Mosaic, uh, Galaxy. So we figured Flyboy would be, you know, a great name for it. You know, mm. thinking of like island hopping and that kind of stuff. Give you the tropical fruit vibe. We've laughed in the past about how these names come up. 
I guess you just you drink your beer and they've all got the backstory right and it did sound like I mean yeah, it sounds like that was pretty easy for you there. Yeah, as much as you can. Um it's it's tough finding names that aren't taken with how many craft breweries are out there. So that's always a quick Google search <laughs> when you come up with one and most of the time it's back to the drawing board. I mean, I don't want to throw it out there, but if you ever want to name one after Adam Crowley, it would probably hey. make his make his life, honestly. We could probably do something like that. <laughs> and we should make that happen. <laughs> Crowley Ale. And we would just pub the bleep out of it on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, you want to sell beer? We'll sell yeah, beer. We'll sell a beer for you. There you go. Yeah. Uh it would have to it would just have to be fifty percent alcohol. Yeah, most of your sales would be to yeah. Adam Crowley. You're working out you're working in the liquor range at that point. That's true. We'll just we'll call a uh, wiggle and we'll get you a whiskey made. There we go. That's, yeah, no, whiskey makes me pee down the stairs, so we're going we're gonna to have to stick with beer here. Uh, although this peanut butter or Putin that you guys have, Brian's uh, a huge porter guy. He huge. loves porter. Absolutely. 9% alcohol. It is a porter. Yes, sir, it is. That's all I can tell you about it, but you can tell us about it more. All right, so this is, um, this is a peanut butter version of our base beer, which is a Baltic porter called Putin's Revenge. Oh my God, that's good. So we take it <laughs> and we add all natural peanut butter flavoring to it and uh, dose it up with that to uh, give you this kind of like I don't I don't know what you describe it to me. It's oh like, no! Oh it's like my! It's like puff cereal to me. That's, like full that's disclosure, what I think of every time I was I I saw this beer on the list. We knew what you guys were bringing, and I saw this. I'm like, I got to try that. Okay, so first off, peanut butter and beer in my head makes this weird conclusion. I come to this point where I'm like, that can't possibly work. <laughs> but I can tell you right now, this freaking works. Well, it's good. It actually tastes like peanut butter, but like not in a weird way. Yeah, well, the the, the base porter oh um, actually has like a lot of chocolatey flavors to it. Yeah. So you kind of get that like chocolate peanut butter kind of thing. Like liquid Reese's. Dude. Oh my God, this is good. <laughs> Nick, I got to say, it's got to be illegal, though. A 9% with this? Yeah. yeah. Watch out. Watch and out it's that, a little man. dangerous there. And usually, Nick, you're probably with it. There's some gimmick beers out there. There's stuff where it's like they throw different ingredients in, yeah. and it's like, ah, this is blah, 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 whatever. Like, peanut butter could be construed as one of those beers, but this is damn good when you get into it. Well, I'll tell you, it was supposed to be one of those beers for us. Like, uh, we were just doing a, a fun little event, so we just... Did one keg and it kind of blew up for us. So now we have to do it every time we make that. Oh man, that porter. So um, it's become become a little out of our control. So we that's one of the beers that we have to keep doing. I would imagine that this sells very well. Yeah, especially uh, especially when it gets a little colder. Um, that's when it really like when it gets in the fall season, we can't keep it in stock. Oh my god, no! And that's what I was going to say before. Whenever I was asking about sales in the summertime. It just people are drinking different beers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I was talking about that lime agave wheat. Like we keep it on year round, but in the summer it nearly doubles in sales. Yeah, and what it was already pretty good sales. So. How's that one come off? Um, it's it's good. It's an American Almost wheat. Tequila and you get, like yeah, that was the inspiration for it, but it's more like a, a light lime tartness and mm. a little bit of like uh, lemony hops to it. So, um, it's it's. Actually, a really good, nice, light summer wheat beer. Nice. I know that in the summertime, I'm drinking lighter stuff. I know in the wintertime, I'm going to sit by the fire with a Guinness. I mean, yeah. that's just uh, it's kind of thick something winter. thick. This is something that I would want to sit there and warm me up. And you, know, you, only, need, you only need one or two of them, and you're feeling nice and warm. Oh, yeah. But sitting in front of the fire on a bearskin rug, drinking peanut butter Putin. 
What, what other Sounds language right. you want? Yeah. I don't Sounds know. Right. Hockey season, pens are on oh, your TV. Dude. This is a Penguins in-season beer, <laughs> and the Kolsch, that is a Penguins playoff beer, I think. There you go. I think, that's, I think that works. Now, you guys have a lot of food, too. Now, how are you? You're not involved with that at all? No, luckily... Luckily, I'm not. <laughs> you just do liquid, huh? So I, I look out of the brewery door and wish them good luck. And uh, <laughs> so when you're done, hopefully they put out something nice to drink with my or to eat with my beers. So. Exactly. So when you're when you're drinking a bunch of beers after work, like on a Friday night, oh, yeah. you're getting the food there though too. For I sure. Mean, yeah. For sure. These guys yeah, work. They do with a good you. job. Do they on the food side? Do they work with you trying to pair different things? Oh yeah. If you if you go in under like our beer menu, there's food recommendations to pair with and things uh, things of that matter. So. Um, and they try to use uh, our beer and uh, a lot of their recipes, like uh, any of their soups or sauces. They definitely use a lot of our beers in those. Oh, nice. If you had the perfect pairing, what what you got there? Oh, man. Um, Sorry to put you for on For me, I really like our steak salad. So that's usually what I get for lunch. Nice. And I really, really enjoy that when it's, it's warm out with uh, our Kolsch. So, but I think the Kolsch goes with everything. The Kolsch, yeah, I was just going to say, it kind of goes with everything. You, yeah, you can't uh, can't find something that it won't work with. Now, you have said that your favorite beer is the beer that's in your hand. Yes, yes, I did say Whichever that. beer that may be at the time. <laughs> yes. What is, what's your favorite creation that you can't, how about, you know what, let me rephrase it this way. What's a beer that you said, I'm going to try this, I'm going to make this, I don't know if it's going to be great, and then you thought when you tried it, damn, I kicked ass here. Oh, um, I, well, I, here's the thing. So one of my beers that I did was the lime agave wheat that I've been doing for a long time. Right. And it's funny that that has, that's the beer that's followed me the longest. And I actually don't like that beer. Oh! At all. I don't like wheat beer at all, but that's, uh, that's the one that is, uh, okay. so it's, it's when I take it to beer shows and stuff, it, it kicks first. A lot of people seem to really like it, but that's the one that, uh, has kind of followed me along. So with with the way beers go, and there's all like you had said it earlier that there's always something new. There's always the next trend. Are you guys working on anything coming up? Um, yeah, we definitely have uh, some stuff uh, coming up. We're working on um, a collaboration for Fresh Fest with uh, the drinking partners. Um, we're doing a beer that's a peach Berliner Weiss, so it's a little sour, and uh, hopefully that's going to taste like a peach ring. Is the goal? <laughs> all right, <laughs> can't wait for that one. <laughs> Yeah, me too. We haven't That's brewed it yet. So Neither can my wife. No she loves those damn peach rings. <laughs> I probably should have said that in case it doesn't turn out like a peach ring. Yeah, now you're so on the spot. Now, now you have to produce a good peach yeah. ring. <laughs> Stevie tweets at underscore Adam Crowley. Where do they sell in Pittsburgh? Where are you guys located? Uh, we're in Castle Shannon on Library Road. So, right by uh, Ice Castle. Yes, exactly. Right down. I actually play ice hockey there, too, so it's hey, perfect. We go there all the time after we get done with our games and we're bleeding and sweating <laughs> so that's so i was happy when we uh found our location was right down where i play from where i play hockey so it works out perfectly for me you gotta have a good workplace near a hockey place oh, yeah. i mean you just have to i suppose i should do this Four one two nine two 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 eight seven four. i mean if you got a question that you want to ask nick mindful bro and you can't hey you can also tweet us at underscore adam crowley i uh, really appreciate you coming on yeah uh, thanks for having me this was great no, uh, it was great because no. you were great. Well, yeah, and the beer's absolutely uh, fabulous. Well, thanks, guys. I, I mean, I don't even it. know what you're saying. I mean, you're just drinking <laughs> beer. I'm, just, I'm, ha- I'm hammered over here. You had us a beer, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> now these Putins, huh? I can 
Dude, seriously, like for real, like I'm shocked by how good this. You really are. I mean, you are a. He is a. He is a porter connoisseur. Yeah, I love porter. Like I have my favorites around, and and honestly, with the peanut butter thing, I did not know what to expect. I was like, that's just going to be gimmicky. This is really freaking good, man. Thank you. I will go back to this. You should we have a coffee version of it coming out in the next week? So that one uh, turned out really well, and it's super caffeinated. So if you want a morning beer, that's the morning beer. Caffeine and beer. Oh, yeah. Caffeine, alcohol. Okay. So I'll pee less. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm doing both already. Yeah. Thanks oh. a lot again, Nick. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, That's guys. Nick, the head brewer from Mindful Brewing uh, on our Thirsty Thursday program. Uh, Tim Benz joins us now from Breakfast with Benz. Hey, what a better way to wake up than with a porter that's going to caffeinate you and get you drunk. And then you can read back Breakfast with Benz. Uh, Tim joins us now. Tim, how are you today? You got a little love in breakfast with Ben today, speaking of the Capitals. I got love. Yes, you did. I embedded. Did you not see that one post that we had up today about this very topic about Penguins fans rooting or not rooting for the Capitals and how I embedded your tweet saying that it's okay for Penguins fans to harbor resentment and not do this faux altruistic thing that some Penguins fans are doing and just root against their rival? I gave you, I gave you credit. Well, this is funny because I read your stuff every morning. And the two times that I haven't, I've been mentioned. How's that work? I don't know. Like, you got to do a little bit of a Google search on yourself because you might just pop up. If I Actually, don't do a Google search of yourself, that's never a good idea in our business. It's just a blow to your ego. Yeah, it would be an absolute blow to the ego. Uh, you're spot on, though. I know where you've sat on this for a while, and uh, you and I were even Twitter-shaming the same guy, and I, I think you put it best. Uh, I said this the other day on the show. Uh, Tim said this is just a preening, pandering attempt to look enlightened, and I think that's a perfect way of putting it. Yeah, that's all it is. You know, Penguins fans are notorious for doing this. I mean, you just want to look like the most enlightened fan base in all of the NHL and giving that much love to your rival, I don't think accomplishes that. Um, you know, it, there's nothing more meaningful in life these days, these days than to be recognized on social media with likes and retweets. And there's no easier way to do that than to say something good or nice. So other people who see it just feel compelled to hit the like <laughs> and retweet button. And that's what's going on, I think, to a large degree with this Capitals thing. You know, I don't hear a lot of Steelers fans talking about losing to the Bengals and then rooting for Cincinnati to beat whoever it is from the NFC in the Super Bowl. Like, that's never going to happen. Even the mentality of, well, at least it's not the Flyers. You don't hear Steelers fans say after the Patriots get knocked out, well, at least it's not the Patriots when the Ravens go to the Super Bowl. It just it doesn't work that way in football, nor do I think it should. Um, I think it's this this idea of we've had enough. Let's spread the wealth. No, hold on to yours as much as possible. And the last person in the world you want to give that wealth to is Tom Wilson, or the guy who did the bird celebration in your face in overtime of Game Six, or the guy that you've lived the boo for so many years in Alexander Ovechkin. Even the Ovechkin thing bothers me to a degree. I don't know how you feel about this, Adam, but, you know, the whole, oh, Ovi deserves one. Does he? If he deserved one, he'd have one by now. He deserve one. Does he deserve a championship any more than Ted Williams or Dan Marino or John Stockton or Carl Malone or Ernie Banks? Uh, win one. What do you mean deserve? They don't deserve. Uh, finish the job. 
You deserve one when you win one. And when they win, I will watch him lift the cup, but I'm not going to watch anybody else win the cup. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that's the right way to say it. I think if, if he hoists the cup and maybe the con Smythe, I say to myself, I'll say out loud, I'll say in print, that was well-deserved. But you don't just say you deserve one until you do. If that were the case, Jim Kelly would have at least one ring on his finger. Tim, I think one of the other reasons why people are doing this is self-defense a little bit, too. Oh, I'm happy if the Capitals win. So when Capitals fans throw it back in Penguins fans' face, that Twitter jabroni can say, Oh, I don't care. No, you guys got yours. There you go. Uh, well, may- maybe, maybe, or maybe it's a different sort of passive aggressiveness here in the sense that it's, well, you know, let's root for the Caps because in August we can say to ourselves, well, we lost the eventual Stanley Cup champion. <laughs> right. So that's almost like winning three in a row. Well, let me ask you this. In terms of the rivalry, does this make the rivalry better, though, if they win it just because they've actually had success? I tend to think that it does. It, it does. It's a different spin on it. It's a new tone to it. It'll be a new chapter, and that's, better than rewriting the same thing over and over again, which I think we got into a rut of doing. So I think you're right there. But (laughs) I also think that's where all of this stuff that we're talking about right now ends up being proven false because, you know, (laughs) once it happens next year and they see him again in the playoffs, all these niceties that we're throwing around about Alexander Ovechkin and Kuznetsov and Holtby, boy, they're going to be erased quick, aren't they? Oh, yes, and we're going to laugh at that moment if we're not crying. Tim Benz- Think about the fun stuff you can't do anymore. You can't make fun of the President's Trophy banners. you got to get rid of the uh, Twitter meme of Ovi holding the golf bag aloft, that cartoon that we've all used a thousand times in Twitter exchanges with Capitol fans. You can't just blatantly make fun of Mia Khalifa or Britt McHenry. They're going to be happy for a year. Like None of this is good news if Washington wins. I'm sorry, plus... They're beating Mark Andre Fleury in Vegas, and the best story in hockey—well, not in hockey history, but oh, one of the best stories in pro sports history. Them coming down the pike and getting this far—I don't want to see the Capitals in that. No, I don't either. They're going to though, and and it yeah, and it sucks. It's not it's not good. Uh, it hurts the ego. And when you bring up a uh, you bring up Mia Khalifa, you bring up Britt McHenry. It just makes my skin crawl. I don't want them to be happy at all, especially Britt McHenry. Uh, she's a snake in the grass, that one. Oh, yeah, and she just loves to do whatever she can to further the political divide in the country, which somehow I think she she was so evil for a while, I think she managed to unite people. <laughs> she's actively <laughs> dividing people just because she took a side. Hey, speaking of this, who do you think are, am I the only one out there that thinks that Kuznetsov should win the conference? Oh, hell no, you and me are on the same page there, buddy. He's been the best player oh, okay. in these playoffs. He's a stud. He's I thought that before the four assist game. I think that for as great as Ovechkin has been, I think that Kuznetsov, Kuznetsov, I guess, is kind of playing the Kessel role, the way Kessel was the last two years, where he's putting up the points, and so much of what he has done has led to others putting up points. But he's not going to be the story because Ovi was the story similar to how Sid was. And, you know, the way that he is imprinting games is not exactly the same way that Sid did it, but the tone of that is very similar. But I think Kuznetsov's precision passing and kind of looking one step ahead once he's gotten into the offensive zone, I think he's been dynamic. And the other thing I'll say to that, Adam, is his skill matching his potential this year as opposed to last and definitely as opposed to the year before where I thought he was trash in 16. I thought he was much better in 17. Yes. But this year, he's that's why they are where they are. It's guys like him – 
Orlov has gotten better. You know, even Carlson, I think, is obviously Holtby. Now, Ovi's actually always been pretty good in the playoffs. Maybe it's not cashed in in Game 7, but Kuznetsov's consistency and elevated level of play over the course of this postseason, to me, hockey, what just flat-out hockey-wise, has been a bigger story for the Caps. Uh, Tim, uh, thanks for the time, as always. Thanks for the uh, mention and breakfast with Benz, and go Capitals. Tell you what I'll do. From, wait, go Capitals? I thought we just agreed go Knights. Nice. No, go Capitals, going? man. What are you talking about? Paul Zeiss just wrote a column telling me that I have to root for Washington. Oh, no, you do not. Um, <laughs> I will text you from now on if I put a reference to you or one of your tweets in Breakfast with Ben, so you'll be acutely aware. And next time, you got to tag me in the cheese tease because I almost forgot about your call today because I usually rely on that as my reminder. I thought I did tag you in the cheese tease. No, I don't, I don't think so. I didn't see it in my interaction. Uh-huh, I did. You are wrong. You did? Yeah. i got to double-check then. Your Twitter's I broken. Of, I got a lot of feedback on my feedback column today. We started a new column today. It's called You Mad Bro. And it just gives people a chance to rage back at me for something I wrote. So the cheese teas might have been buried in other people who have now been encouraged to yell back at me. Because, you know, Adam, I don't have enough opportunities for the masses to interact with me via email, Twitter, <laughs> when I'm on the radio, uh, Facebook. There's just not enough places to tell me how much I suck from the, from the masses out there. So we need one more opportunity. Well, I'd say starting maybe tomorrow, just pin your location. We can just do it in person. That's a good call. I will do that. We'll just hold up signs to each other like Malcolm Jenkins. That'll be fantastic radio. Well, check out the cheese tees. You'll see it there. See you, buddy. All right, later. That was Tim Benz of Breakfast with Benz and, of course, the official vampire of the Crowley Show. Coming up next, we got the hottest take of the day of the crap three stars of the show, and maybe we can wake Adam out of his drunken stupor that he's in right now. Okay, okay, man. It's almost like Adam was late for the break. Okay, man. It's the Crowley Show. Relationships are about give and take. He'll take the action flicks. You prefer the rom-com. But when it comes to sleep, why settle? Introducing the new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed. The only bed smart enough to sense your movement and automatically adjust to both of you to help you stay effortlessly comfortable all night. It's even designed to help with this. Much better. Does your bed do that? No? Feel a difference. Now only at one of our 550 stores nationwide. For more details and to find a store near you, go to sleepnumber.com. I want to kiss you right now. God Almighty! Stop trying to kiss people. Maybe you should go back to sleep. I, 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 I want to kiss you. Why we can't have beer? In the Are we canceling Thirsty Thursdays? No, no, no. <laughs> I don't know. We should add. We should add a Thirsty Friday. Watching the NHL Network here in the studio, and popping up on the screen is a book called "100 Things Capitals Fans Need to Know Before They Die." Spoiler alert: There's nothing worth reading in that book. At all. The only book worth reading is the one thing you need to know, which would be that they won the Stanley Cup, which you could perhaps purchase after today. But nothing up until this point matters at all. This has been a largely irrelevant franchise. I just get that in there one last time before they win the thing. I don't know if they're going to win tonight. Nobody knows. You know, it's in Vegas. Vegas is a really good hockey team. They're in the Stanley Cup final. I don't know who's going to win the game. I have no idea. But what I do know is up until Washington wins the Stanley Cup tonight, or whenever they do win it, they're a joke franchise, a perennial underachieving franchise. So that book, don't buy it. If they win the Cup, there'll be a new book. Buy that one. Thanks a lot to Nick, the head brewer at Mindful Brewing, for joining us for another Thirsty Thursday. If you've never been out there, it is awesome. 
Uh, it's right across from Ice Castle in Castle Shannon, and uh, it's big. There's a huge bar. All those great beers he was talking about on tap. You can also get food, and they've got those giant Jenga blocks that you can play with. Everyone wants to go there and hang out, so you should. And tell them the Crowley Show sent you, and then tell them to name a beer after the show. Adam Crowley Ale. That's that's the leader in the clubhouse right now. Crowley Ale. Crowley Ale. Yeah. It would have to be a pale ale, though. Yeah, oh yeah, you're uh, Irish. Yeah, I'm pale. Yeah. Hottest take of the day. It's time for the hottest take of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Malcolm Jenkins of the Philadelphia Eagles was creative yesterday as he made it abundantly clear what his message was with no conflation, no confusion, by holding up these signs. And on the signs, they said Colin Kaepernick gave $1 million to charity. Chris Long gave his entire year's salary to educational initiatives. Ben Watson and Demario Davis helped push through L.A. House Bill 265, restoring voting rights for returning citizens. More than 60% of people in prison are people of color. Nearly 200,000 juveniles enter the adult criminal system each year, most for nonviolent crimes. In 2018, 439 people were shot and killed by police. 8% of the United States population is African-American males, but 25% of those shot are African-American males. All great points. All points that Colin Kaepernick was trying to make, but it was easy for the political right in this country to move the goalposts so that these issues weren't being talked about. Cap should never have worn the pig socks. Because that changed the conversation. The anthem kneeling changed the conversation and made it about the kneeling, not about the social injustice. Donald Trump does not want the conversation to be about prisons and police brutality. He wants everything to seem hunky-dory in this country, so he latches on to different fights. The anthem fight. His base followed suit. What Malcolm Jenkins did was badass and poignant, but it was necessary because the cause wasn't trumpeted correctly from the start. I'd like to see players have the right to kneel. I also understand the NFL is a business, and they can tell their employees what their code of conduct is. But just because I have always seen their point doesn't mean that the general public has. And it doesn't mean that even if some of the general public do, that they can't turn it into something different. What can be misconstrued about what Jenkins conveyed yesterday? Nothing. Other crap. Woo! Other crap. Terrell Owens will not go to Canton to give an induction speech. He will likely give his speech from his driveway while doing crunches. Woo! Other crap. Lindsey Vaughn is now dating P.K. Subban. Like Tiger, it's all downhill from here. Woo! Other crap. Good thing she's a skier. Now she won't get bored. Woo! Other crap. Baker Mayfield says Kyler Murray is the best athlete in the country. Has Baker seen LeBron? Woo! Other crap. Who names their kid Kyler? Woo! Other crap. The Wrens. Woo! Other crap. Warriors championship gear is already available at the San Francisco airport. I guess they don't want to miss that golden opportunity. Woo! Other crap. Hope Solo says that FIFA shouldn't award the United States the World Cup in 2026. I've got a bad feeling about this. Woo! 
other crap. It's a trap. Woo! Other crap. Conor McGregor makes more money than LeBron James. He's making money hand over fist. Woo! Other crap. I guess LeBron's taking a beating. Woo! Other crap. Nice hairline, LeBron. Woo! Other crap. Julian Edelman got suspended for four games for violating the league's substance abuse policy. Guess he got caught white-handed. Woo! Other crap. It's been 463 days since Pitt Basketball won a conference game. It's time for the three stars of the show. Third star. Tonight's third star of the show, Adam Crowley! LeBron James had another LeBron game last night. It wasn't as dominant as he's been in this series, but he has to work for everything because his teammates... Kevin Love's fine, but the rest are... Second star. Tonight's second star of the show, Tim Benz! There's nothing more meaningful in life these day, these days than to be recognized on social media with likes and retweets. And there's no easier way to do that than to say something good or nice so other people who see it just feel compelled to hit the like <laughs> and retweet button. And that's what's going on, I think, to a large degree with this Capitals thing. First star. And tonight's first star of the show, Nick from Mindful Brewing. Yeah, well, thanks. It's, it's definitely a lawnmower beer, one you can uh, you know drink all day for sure. That's a great term, a lawnmower beer. Yeah, I'm using that <laughs> from now on. Is it a foregone conclusion that if you bring beer into the studio, you get the get first star? star? You yeah. get the first star, yes. Yeah. I mean, I bring beer in every day. I never get the first star. Yeah, but that's for you, not for us. Tom oh. picks the stars. Tom picks the stars? Yes. Iceland wins our poll. They advance Woo! from Group D with 57% of the vote. Nigeria and Croatia pulling up the rear. Argentina, well, irrelevant in the second slot tomorrow. Group E. And we're going to hear from Chris Adamski oh, and yeah. from Matt Williamson. That's going to be a big day tomorrow on the show. Star-studded lineup on Let's the go Iceland. Show. Yeah. Are the Capitals going to be Stanley Cup champs? God, I hope not. We're going to talk about it either way. Sober, though. It's not going to be anywhere near as fun as today's was. But that's okay. We'll have fun. You will have fun, the listener, but we will not be drunk. We got some beer left over, so we could carry that over until tomorrow. We will be drunk on tomorrow's show. We'll talk to you at 4. Peace out, bitches.